we're supposed to say. There is nothing in the universe that we could agree on. Well, you got that right. Okay, everybody, now let's give a nice, warm Winterfest welcome to the Santa Baby. Hey. Now that is something we could agree on. I mean, that's got it going on. Oh, damn, look at that. <laughs> you ready? Well, you're a guy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, come on. Uh, hey, hey. Is it getting hot out here, or is it just you girls? Oh, nice dip. Uh, wow! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Woo! Hey, baby, who's your daddy? <laughs> yeah. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh, God, I'm your daddy. Welcome back to Ginger Flicks. I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And we are in the middle of the Christmas season. Isn't that right, friends? Yes. Yeah, I guess. You're the only friend I have here <laughs> I right saying, now. Are we waiting for the audience to respond? Come on, audience. Give us something. Come is, this on. A call, is this a call and answer? I think we should have a call-in show. I feel like that would be a lot more fun. Uh, wow, are my... you saying you don't have fun with me? You bastard. <laughs> you know it. Uh, well, I feel like the only caller we would get is my aunt. And, and maybe Jesus. And Jesus and maybe, maybe Jay. Jay. Yeah. And maybe Jay. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's, uh, I want to see if you guys, you know, say something about these little shout outs we've been giving you in the last few episodes. Yeah. Specifically my aunt, because now she's gotten two in like two episodes in a row. I know. Sure. So she's yeah. Not your aunt. Not your aunt. Your aunt's nice. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. Um. So yeah, we've been doing some Christmas movies. Christmas. Get, Christmas. <laughs> getting ready for the holiday season, as they would say. Let's so Josh, real though. We're only gearing up for like one movie right now. This is like filler. <laughs> <laughs> You've got me there. You've got me there. Like, well, we still, we still, like we're, you know, we're dripping right now with anticipation. Uh, it's disgusting. I know. <laughs> uh, that is, that is just plain gross. Gross? I don't well, want to know. I, I don't want to know what's dripping off of you. I'm concerned well, and frightened at well, the Well, I did just time. step out of the shower. So I'm like, okay. All right. My hair is dripping. So your hair is dripping. Yeah. I've got a cold, so my nose is dripping. So there you go. We're both See, dripping in some way. Okay. So yours is far more. Gr- mm. Yeah. Tasty. Yeah. It, Tasty. Yeah. Well, I've got oh, tissues oh, oh. for a reason, my friend. The golden issue is a tissue. Got an issue is a tissue. I've got many issues, but we don't have time to go into all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just with people. Oh, yeah. But Festivus is approaching. (laughs) I got a lot of problems with you people. And now you're going to hear about it. (laughs) So, Josh, in our celebration of the holidays, what movie did we watch this week? We watched a little movie called Deck the Halls. It's from like 2006, wasn't it? Yeah. When you said it, when you messaged me and you're like, let's watch this movie, I thought it was like, Maybe a straight to Netflix movie or something, or like, I don't know, because you said it was like Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. So for a second, I was like, right. oh, did they, did they make a Christmas movie? Like, what are they doing now? Like, well, I know they, they did, but I mean, like, I mean, like recently is what I mean. Like, but fifteen years ago, what? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> so, so I gotta say, this is weird because I normally have a good, like, a good memory. No. I dare say I have a great memory when it How? comes. Wow. No, no, honestly, this is wow. one of the few things. I, this is one of the few things I can, I can be braggadocious about when it comes braggadocious. To, yeah, that's right. Big ones. That's right, bitch. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> but like <laughs> Josh out here being braggadocious. <laughs> but like when it comes to movies being released like hey i listen to like i watch these movie channels on youtube i listen to like right yeah podcasts and when they talk about especially like 
I don't want to say this is a big movie, but guaranteed this went to theaters and it's a comedy and it's starring people that I like. Because I like Matthew Broderick. I like Danny DeVito. Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember this movie ever being, I don't remember the trailer. I don't remember ever seeing this. And I feel like this is the first movie that I can actually say that about. Unless it's like, you know, an obscure movie before our time or a just terrible movie that went straight to video. Like this wasn't, I don't know if it did. I don't know if it went straight to video. I don't know. No, no, I don't think it went straight to video. This had to go to theaters just from the people alone in it. Like this is Matthew Broderick. I'm not saying it's at the height, but at the time. No, it's way past his height. No, no. But literally at the time, he would have just done the producers. That movie, which I love the producers. I I love that movie. I love that musical. I love that movie. Um, Both. Both film releases of the producers, the original and then the Broderick version years later. You know, I've never actually seen the Gene Wilder one. No, it's, no. it's pretty good. It's pretty so good. So I should get on that because I yeah. have seen the musical in like theater. Right. Like, yeah. Live theater a number yeah. of times. I love it. I love it. And then, you know, I watched the movie. One, the Both versions Matthew. are very good. Uh, um, but very he different. Been, but yes. But he would have been doing that. Kristen yeah. Davis in it would have still been doing or just finished sex in the city i think so at least uh, the at least the television series run of it right because i don't think they made the movie until the a few movie years later yeah the movie was like a few years later yeah um and then danny devito i can't i know he was doing it's always sunny but that was later that was a couple years later so i'm not sure what he would have done recently at that point that's that's the only the only one i'm not sure I mean, even Kristen Chenoweth. I mean, this has even had Kristen Chenoweth in it. And well, it was at, yeah. It's kind yeah. of at her height, too. This was, yeah, her coming so, off of Wicked. Um, you got Jorge Garcia coming off, like, doing Lost. Yeah. So you had some pretty big names in it. And Jorge Garcia's role is very tiny in this movie. But it's, it's tiny, but he's, he made me laugh. He's funny. He's funny. I love, I mean, I love him, though. Like, I loved him in Lost. I loved him in, like, I like watching him. I want to yeah. see more of him. So the whole premise of this movie, though, is Danny DeVito and his family move in next door to Matthew Broderick's. And he has this dream, I guess, to make his mark on the world. So he's decided he's going to decorate his house in Christmas lights that can be seen from outer space. Mm -hmm. That's the whole premise. (laughs) Pretty much. Right. And so then it just hijinks ensue so to speak, right? I mean, Matthew Broderick is totally opposed to it. I mean, I really started to wonder like why Matthew Broderick was kind of a jerk in this. Well, there was, here's the thing. I couldn't tell. Like, okay, no, but this, it's not that he was, he was a jerk at some point, but it was one of those classic, like Danny DeVito was doing little things to egg him on. And then he would go overboard. You know, yeah, I guess, but... but I mean, even at the same time, like, look, if if someone is moving in at three in the morning, like right from the beginning, they're moving in at like two or three in the morning and it's super loud. Yeah, that's an yes, odd choice. That's going to piss you off, like right from the get go. And but then in Danny DeVito's defense, you get there when you get there. I mean, maybe he moved from Michigan. Yeah, we, we never actually found that out. Yeah, that's the thing. We just know that it's like I... they've been moving a lot. I only made that assumption just because he's wearing a Detroit Red Wings Shanahan jersey during the skating race. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see. I only made that assumption. He did wear the – yeah, I noticed the Red Wings jersey. He was wearing the Shanahan. So, Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, that – and where were they at this point? Uh, I guess they're in, I guess, a small town in Massachusetts. So Detroit to Massachusetts isn't, I don't think it's that long. No, but it all depends on when he got out of his old house or something like that. Yeah, that's fair. Regardless, regardless. Anyway, a 3 a.m. moving is, is not ideal. No, and it's a little bit, like, again, it's, it, well, I don't know. It was, it was strange because obviously you saw that it's, this is one of those classic, like, Christmas means so much to Matthew Broderick and he's slowly having things being taken away. So it's like, if it was like one little thing, eh, forget about it. No big deal. Right. But it started to end up being like 
a bunch of things that just really ended up pissing him off. Like until the point, like, again, I hate that. It's like no one, first of all, all the lights that he's putting up, all the noise that he's doing, there is, like, you're not allowed to be loud after like 11 o'clock. Yes, there are noise ordinances. There is. And he's like, you know, and this is at the end of the movie when he's like, we're going till 4 a.m. But that's when, yeah. you know, that's way past. But he's already been doing it so much and no one cares. But it is pissing off Matthew Broderick, which I get that. So it's like, yeah, it's one of yeah. those, like, you, he, you're with Matthew seeing like, okay, all this little shit, this like little stuff that's happening and no one cares. So, yeah, it's going to piss you off. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I Andy just, Roderick does end up being that jerk. Like, when he says to me, he's like, you're invisible. Yeah, that was that, kind like, of it, But exactly. Harsh. like It was harsh. But it's like all these little things. So you, you see it coming. Danny DeVito does all this little stuff. Yeah. And by little things, I mean, he also, I think at that point, he had already conned him into paying for a new car. He stole a tree and put it in his in his house speaking of the tree okay so at the beginning when he meets with the mayor or whatever as they're decorating the tree doesn't the mayor make a weird cross-dressing joke about yeah the chief of yeah police? yeah and then I they want... continue it throughout the movie yeah i wanted to talk to you about that odd. one i want to talk about that one <laughs> when he's like you can trust me i can keep secrets i was like what is this well if that was like at that had to be i didn't check the time but that had to be like the one minute mark. Like that, that was, that, that was, was like right so, away. so early in the movie. When yeah, he's like, right yeah. away. It was he's insane. Like, he's like, yeah, the sheriff is a cross dresser. Yeah. I was like, what movie are we about to watch? What is going on? <laughs> because you can't even, I don't know. It's weird because that type of terminology, like I believe people still use that, you know, when it comes to, you know, the LGBTQ or whatever. I don't know. Like I've, I haven't heard someone say that. I don't, I can't tell you someone's whenever, you know, when someone has used that term. So I don't really know, but it just seems so dated. And then, yes, then we do see him pulling up his bra in the station. He bends over and you see his thong. It was just a really weird and unnecessary joke. I, I don't see why they even bothered with it, to be perfectly well, honest with you. Well, it, just, it was unnecessary until they kept running with it. And they ran with it. And I it was, was just like, like, if if they ooh. if we never... Because uh, honestly, I thought, oh my gosh, they're using this term. Okay. But then when we do see it, I was like, oh yeah, they did mention this at the beginning yeah. of the movie. It was weird. I, I can't... Okay. Yeah, totally. Just out of place altogether. And I'm like, but the whole, even running through with it, the whole gag is just like, I it's, I didn't it, see the value in the joke. Well, again, you're, you got to look at it like 2006, I guess. I, I didn't, I, I wouldn't think that would have been funny in 2006 either. No, because it was done in a very like, I don't know. It was poor taste the way they did it. Yeah, and, and I don't know, like what's supposed they, to be like a family film. I just felt like it was just completely out of place to begin with, and it was a gag that was, and oh, honestly, like twenty years too late at that no, point, right? Well, I mean, okay, you well, see it in something like Christmas Vacation or something like that, like I guess that, and it would fly then. Even something you like say in the early nineties, but by the two thousands, a cross dressing joke by that point, it's. Is it necessary? Well, the, okay. So he, this is what I want to ask because I didn't check out the rating on this. I don't know who right. this was geared for exactly. Um, like, I don't know if it was PG-13 or, or whatever. But like, just thinking back, like a year before the 40-year-old virgin would have come out. That's a rated R movie. Though, right. You know, but they have a, um, a trans, I don't know if it's a transvestite joke in that. You know, when they try and hook up uh, Andy with a prostitute, but it's a guy, but he's in drag. No, I think they were just trans, just trans. They weren't like, it was a trans. Transgender? Woman. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, that's fine. So, yeah, but still, that, like, that's, that's the joke. 
but still that's the thing so like that was that was a joke though and that's like a year beforehand mind you i still think it's funny but you can't really get away with that now and that same joke being the cross like it didn't again, land though, this like, time. This, it didn't this, land. This movie is rated PG. So PG, PG. So it's a family movie, not even PG thirteen. Oh right? wow! So yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So sure. it's it's a straight family movie. So really, in but in I mean, reality, parental guidance. I don't know. That's yeah. It is a weird joke to have in this kind of movie period because nowadays it would just be like it wouldn't be a joke you know yeah it's just nowadays it just it just wouldn't be like you wouldn't have you they wouldn't be yeah it, it just wouldn't be a joke it'd be like he's whatever you know a crossdresser or i don't know a, a, tra- a transvestite you know like that's just that's what he is i, I guess but like i, I mean like again, it wouldn't be a joke. It would be like. I, I, I also, I also find the you and I are kind of looking at it through the lens of our current times. Yeah, and no, how exactly. it's an uncomfortable gag. I mean, maybe it wasn't as big of a deal in '06. I guess. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't, but even back then, the joke. I feel like the joke didn't really land. I, I mean, that's another because thing they, that you probably don't, you hurt don't, this movie is that I, I don't know. I like I I didn't really know about it. Yeah, honestly, like this, like I was saying, like this is the one of the few movies with like some fairly big names, especially at the time, that I'd never, I don't remember hearing about this at all, like at all. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't give you much more on that, right? But like, in all honesty, like, but there was a lot of um, insinuating. It's weird because this is one of those movies too where it's like, I don't know, it kind of reminded me with some of the humor of like those parody movies, like date movie and scary, like not the first two scary movies because those are funny, but but even still, those movies had like lewd humor, you know, like the, I the reindeer. Say this movie is lewd or anything like that. No, but like the but reindeer like... throwing up on like that was nasty. I was like, what oh. the hell? Reindeer or the or the, the horse, the horse. No, the horse or the camel. Was it the camel? I think it was the camel. Whatever the camel it was, spit on, but whatever. Like no, but it was oh, like throw up. Animal. That wasn't yeah. a spit. That was nasty. Yeah, it was disgusting. I was but like, yeah. What? I mean, I I almost feel like this movie wasn't. This sure. is the second second Christmas movie with throw up we've done. The second one. <laughs> 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 I'm already blanking. Was it the last movie we the did? The last one we did. The kid threw up like tomato soup or, oh, or, yeah. or spaghettios <laughs> or whatever. Spaghettios. That's what it was. Jesus. That's right. It was spaghettios. Yeah, that's it. 8 bit Christmas does it again. Ugh. Um, Yeah, I guess throw up gags are a big deal. Uh, but yeah, I, I just found that this movie wasn't sort of sure of where to go in terms of its humor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it, just, it, it felt like it felt like it wanted to have a few more, I guess, looter type of jokes. I mean, in all honesty, you see Danny DeVito, you're going to expect a lewd joke or two when well, you really think about it. He's always played these creepy little weird dudes. Well, even like, like even in twins, <sighs> He was a creepy little dude. And he was a hero in that movie. Well, n- no, I mean he could no in, in twins, he was a con man. Yeah. But, he was a he was a car thief. Yeah. But he wasn't I wouldn't say he was creepy. In borderline. That borderline. I think you, you maybe only yeah. think he's creepy because he's short. Like that's the pro I mean, that's the thing you, with him is like you you short people creep me out. Bitch. Like if he was <laughs> Yeah, if you, he was you heard I don't it know. here, folks. Joey has a problem with short people. <laughs> You're heightist. <laughs> I I am. I am a heightist. Um, <laughs> um okay, no, but here's the thing. Like, so there's a yeah, you talk about him. So I'm I'm trying to think, like, did he have a hand in writing some of these jokes? 
Like, was it him saying he wanted to, like, for example, when, when Matthew Broderick falls into the ice? Right. First, first of all, how did he get out? There was nobody around. They, like, they got him out. Sure. Okay. They, they got him out. They fished him out. Um, but he, and then he wakes up and he's based, he's, he, you need body heat for some things, but Danny DeVito is in a sleeping bag with him and it, the, you're presuming they're naked. Or assuming they're naked. Well, I, I would say that Danny DeVito out of the whole group would probably generate the most body heat just because he's a chubby little dude. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I, I'm a furnace. I get it. Yeah. Um, but like, so there's that. <laughs> there's the whole thing with the twin daughters. You know, they're not wearing much. And you got the kid commenting, can I live here? Like when he's looking at how hot the the daughters are or whatever. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Like, again, it was just very, it was just strange. What was that? Oh my God. Okay. No, the one that killed me. And I thought of mean girls. Right. When the three of them are dancing. Yeah. And of course the, the, the who's your daddy. Like you knew it was coming, but it just felt so wrong. It felt so wrong because it was it was so predictable and already like that was going to happen. Look, as a choreographer, <laughs> just being real, as a choreographer, it took them way too long to turn around. I was like, you were just wiggling your asses. <laughs> you heard it here, Josh, really tearing into the choreography of the dance number. Just saying, this. like it it was a good. Okay, I, I'm just. Just speculating, that joke had to at least been 30 seconds. Let's say it was 30 seconds, which doesn't sound like a lot of time, but you're not going to be facing away from the audience for 30 seconds of a like a two-minute dance. You're not. And I was like, I know it was just to land the joke. I get it. But I was like, come on, it's taking way too long. And of course, they give Matthew Broderick the, who's your daddy? And he says it like three times. Louder each time. Oh, my God. uh, Yeah, that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, when he turned around. mm -mm. No. Nope. When they turned around, no. Not great. Nope. And and then they even made it that, like, the twins were surprised, I think, as well. Like, they, they zoomed in on on his daughter's face. And what's that actress's name? She was in like Arrested Development and stuff. Oh, I can't think of her name right now, but yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They zoom in on her face. What's funny like, is, is she's more believable as Danny DeVito's daughter than she is as Matthew Broderick's daughter. Just, just well, by looking at her. They, yeah. She, has, she bears more resemblance to Danny DeVito's actual daughter. Yeah. Well, than anything else. It, well, I, I found that amusing. Well, what's it called? Yes, I, I, I was thinking that too, especially when the twins got none of his genes. Like zero. They they are, and, he, and here's another thing too. Kristen Chenoweth is really small as well. She's like five foot nothing. She might still be taller than Danny DeVito, but she is tiny. And the twins are both taller than I was like, where did you get yeah. your height from? Yeah, exactly. Where did you get your height? Neither of these people are tall at all. But even Kristen Chenoweth, I don't know if it was heels she was wearing that made her taller than Danny DeVito, but I feel mm. like her height is part of the reason why she was cast in this. I feel oh, like probably. that's part of it. Yeah, because she's not, not super tall. And, you know, Danny DeVito sometimes looks odd next to a woman of average height. Yeah, it's true. It, it's true. It's why his relationship with Real Perlman worked out for so many years because they're relatively the same height. That's the only reason. <laughs> Is Real Real Perlman related to Ron Perlman? Uh, I don't know. We'd have to look that up. Yeah, I, I couldn't sure. tell you. So apparently, I was reading up some stuff on this, and. None of the main actors, the main cast, really wanted to be on set for this movie. So Danny DeVito would fly in from wherever he lived to, like, shoot whatever scenes he had to do, and then he'd fly out. Uh, Matthew Broderick apparently 
didn't really want to be there. <laughs> and uh, Kristen Chenoweth was like, you know, depressed from her divorce with Aaron Sorkin or whatever. She was with Aaron Sorkin? Yeah, according to the okay. trivia on IMDb. But yeah, so uh, already this movie, I guess from the cast alone, was not, wasn't working out. I, want, I would be curious as to why. Was it like they didn't get along with each other or was it? It's just, uh, according to this, it just seems like they were just either too busy or just like maybe, because I'm finding that a lot of the issues with this movie is not the performances because everybody's, as far as acting goes, in my opinion, is doing a decent job. They're doing well. Yeah, yeah they're not. I, I, I argue it's just the script in this that is just, it's not great. Yeah. It's not great. I mean, it, it's, it's I, I always of, yeah. find though with Christmas movies, it doesn't matter whether or not it's good. Half the time Christmas movies, as long as it's about Christmas, it doesn't have to be good. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that can be said of all kinds of movies. And that's why there's so many like Christmas movies pumped out. And there's so few that are memorable. Yeah. That makes right? sense. Like the, the, the good ones are the ones that sort of stand the test of time, be it. And there's like at least one from almost every generation when you really think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of a really good one in recent times. I think the most recent one that I can think of off the top of my head would be Elf. Yeah. Elf, Elf is the one I would say within yeah. the last 20 years that people watch a lot of people watch on a regular basis during the holidays. Right. And then myself like included. The, and then there's like the Jim Carrey Grinch, which is all right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Actually, I just saw a post. It's like you're someone is like, I'm not a Will Ferrell fan. I'm a Jim Carrey fan. And I was like, you can be both. Like, yeah. Why not? You don't have to like, you don't have, you know, I didn't like Will Ferrell for a long time. They're not and mutually I watched, exclusive. You can I watch like both Elf. of them. It's okay. I watched Elf later. Like it was, a, I think, a few years after it came out in theaters. Right. And I, I, I still watch it. It's, I think it's hilarious. Like I, I, I love mean, that movie. I, as know? far as this movie goes, I, I just found like the I think light they, displays were getting a little too ridiculous. Well, like yeah, it felt like even the audience wasn't into it. Like by the end, when it was like so over the top. Yeah. You know, it, it's like I feel like the audience didn't even care. I was like, what? isn't you mean the, the audience point? in the movie or you as an audience member? No, like, no, like, the <laughs> no, the crowd around his house. There were certain moments they're like, okay. It seemed odd. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the reaction, like should have been like, ooh, the whole time, because that was the reaction at the end. But right. I was like, you kind of look bored right now. <laughs> I don't know. It was very, very strange. Um, the I wanted yeah. to ask, I mean, yeah. it, maybe it's a product of us not growing up in a small enough town or not, but do you know of communities that do like a big winter fest at the, 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 the main street or main downtown core or something like that? No. Right. I mean, the only thing I can think of would be like the Christmas market in the distillery district in downtown Toronto. Yeah, there's that. There's that. But didn't they don't... Streetsville do something like that? Streetsville, I think, does more almost like it's a Christmas market, but there's no like events or anything like that, right? And and then there's like yeah. the Santa Claus the parade. Sa- yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. But Santa those Claus aren't parade. like those all don't take place on the single on one single weekend. Like the Christmas market in Toronto in the in the distillery district goes on for like a few weeks. Yeah, it's like a month, right? Almost, yeah, it's like throughout the entire month of December, mm-hmm. right? Um. In Streetsville, I think it's only like two weekends. And I think it's sort of, I'm not sure about Georgetown, but yeah, I, I, I think it's more of a product of just us not growing up in a small enough community to experience that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, Because I, I always that. wondered if it's real or not, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of other, I, I feel like there's a few Christmas movies where they say, oh, the big Christmas winter fest, blah, 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 right? When yeah. they have like almost like a uh, winter fair. Yeah. And happens. there's got to be like, I mean, a lot of places have like a tree lighting ceremony, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, Streetsville does one. I know that, right? You know, I know that. And I'm pretty sure they have that in 
Mississauga as well, because yeah. there's, you know, the city hall where there would be stuff. Right. Um, so. But no, not a big like carnival, not a big to do. Yeah, I, I think it's just maybe it's a matter of this not us not being from a small enough municipality, I guess. Yeah, I I would <laughs> I would agree with that because yeah, that really that isn't something we can necessarily relate to. Um the other thing, I mean there's a lot of things to unpack with this movie. But uh the what was that point? Okay, hold on. All right. Hold on. Where are you going? Talk to me. Tell me. Right off the bat. Okay. Like, he, here's the thing. Like, I guess there would did Danny DeVito, did his character, did he have some sort of learning disability as well? No, I didn't because get that. well, okay. And I'll, I'm gonna ask because uh, Matthew Steve is like, okay, let's start over. And then right away. He's like, oh, I'm Buddy Hall. Like, and he didn't, was it, it wasn't a joke. And Steve's like, no, I didn't mean like li- literally start over, like reintroduce ourselves. I mean, and then Dan DeVito's like, oh, I'm sorry. I say dumb things. And he's like, I'll, I won't say that anymore. Like if you don't say anything crazy, but Matthew Roderick is just saying common sense terms. I think it was just more a thing to show that they aren't on the same page type of thing. But like the stuff that Matthew no, Broderick no, was saying, with you. It's... so that's why I was wondering, because again, the same thing. He like, what was the point of getting him the car? Oh no! I hold on. Never mind. I know why. I know why he did that. The point of getting him the car. So he's so he gets the commission. No, I, yeah, I, and, and they he gets sell. the commission, and also not just that, but he kind of weasels him into buying a ridiculously expensive new car. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, and, and but and it, this is the thing that we saw right off the bat. He's a good car salesman. Like I thought that was going to be a joke or a con, but literally in two seconds he sells a car to the owner of the dealership. Yeah, that was. Kind I was of like, and that was it. That was it. Done. <laughs> that happens. That's it. We never see it again. It's like, what? He's that good, and so it's like you, you get the sense that he's good at things. Right. You know, and he even says, he's like, yeah, I'm bored. Like, already, he's bored. Like, I don't know. Like, that whole thing was kind of unbelievable. Like, he, what, he sells- like his instant, like him being able to sell to the owner of the dealership. Yeah. Well, th- that, first of all. And then, because it was like the first day of work. He's like, yeah, I sold the car. I got, you know, and obviously he, he's going to get three grand for it. Yeah. Or you assume he does. He never actually, we never actually see, like, I thought they were going to run with that a little more, but they no, don't show much because it wasn't really about that. It was more about just the, the, just um, him, it, him doing the lights. Like then the whole movie is him, him doing the lights and him butting heads with Matthew Broderick for the whole duration of the movie. Yeah. And that's like, I, I wasn't sure. Also, they were going get, with the relationship. I, guess. I don't get why he would blame Danny DeVito for the whole incident with the daughters either. Because I feel what, like what the dancing? Did, yeah, I because like, the daughters influenced his daughter. That's that's like it's all that. It's that's that, a it's that kind of thing. Like my daughter would never have done that if if she had never met your daughters. It's it's one of those things. And okay. I was like, I was like, okay, sure, like. It was just that again. I the whole thing. He had to accept the fact that his daughter is growing up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll never accept it, so I never have to worry about that. <laughs> but like, oh, it's because your daughter's never going to grow up. She's never going to grow up. It's not happening. I'm she's not allowed. To, I'm sending her to Neverland, <laughs> and not the Michael Jackson place. Too late. Oh. Oh no. It's okay, Michael's not there anymore. Look at me, I'm Peter Pan. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let your kids go to Neverland. Don't. No, it's okay. I love MJ. I don't think it doesn't matter. Um, I'm a little concerned. Um, (laughs) No, but there was the. No one saw him steal the tree. 
Uh, I mean, I think that's a product of small town, middle America. You know what I mean? Everybody's in bed by like 10 o'clock. All I have to do is stay up past, so, you know. Also, here's the thing. Is there well, no one else on their street? Is that's only the th- other thing. Is it only like, their two houses? No, they live on a cul-de-sac. So how does it not bother anybody else? Oh, maybe. Like if the home. music is so loud, like there's that one point. Well, the, there's a few times where right. they're in bed and, but you can hear, you know how like in movies or wherever, like you'll hear like a bass behind a wall. Yeah. And it seems loud. Like, no, you could hear the music. As if it was in the room. So I'm like, if it's that loud in your house, how is this not affecting anybody else? That kind of how thing. How is it not affecting his family? Oh, I was thinking that too. How Why is Chris and Jenna with, How is she okay with this? <laughs> she like, was okay with it until he sold that vase. Yeah, she was okay with... Like, here's the thing. I'm looking at Chris and Jenna with too. And she's like stunning in this movie. Like, yes. I was like, damn. How... Did you get her? How? Like, really? You know, and then she says it. Oh, he was, and she says he was peeping in on us. What? Okay. Yeah, so that was you, another weird little joke that was like, why is this, what is this movie trying to be? Yeah. It's very much that. Like, this movie wanted to be a bit more inappropriate than it was with still trying to keep a PG rating. And it, it yeah. needed to swing one way or the other for me, anyways, to make it better you know one what? way or the other. You know what? They needed if they wanted to make it a kids' movie, they needed to make the adult jokes more subtle. You know? Yes. You know, yes. like look when, when you're watching Shrek and stuff; those are kids' movies, but there's a lot of adult jokes in them, and it's funny. And they, you know? they they fly in enough under the radar that you don't notice it. Yeah, and right? you know, same but thing with, with this even one, some Disney movies. Like yeah, they do oh, it totally. And, and but the, this one, the uh, the grown up humor was a little too. It was crude. It was it was like yeah, it was a little too crude, right? I mean, this is supposed to be a family movie, yes, and in many respects it is. But I mean, it it could have been. I think they needed to lean one way or the other to make it a little bit yeah. better. Like go maybe PG thirteen, and then those cruder jokes those jokes can be slightly cruder and maybe even hit a little better yeah right i mean that's what makes movies like christmas vacation slightly better because they go for that little bit of a push right and they make those not many cruder jokes but there's one or two there right yeah and well and then i'm sorry like again to take from christmas vacation Matthew Broderick's character needed to drop a few, like an F-bomb. There were so many moments that a normal person would. Yeah, he needed to display a little bit more anger. Like, a little more obvious, like, yeah. boisterous frustration, and it just wasn't there. I mean, and it was so, I feel it like the character itself was so watered down in some respect, right? It, yeah, it's, well... It's like a lot of stuff was just chipping away at him. So right, you saw he was like taking it and taking it until he went overboard. But what what I was curious about is like with Danny DeVito's character, he was, I guess he's supposed to be not really a villain, but he's supposed to be like, he's not a villain. He's a foil, but he's, you know, he, they butt heads. So he is, he's kind of, like the Phil Hartman character in Jingle All the Way. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's kind of like that. Where, but mind you, he, that, that guy's more of a snob, like obnoxious, whatever. Where, well, that you know, guy's he, also he, trying he, to move in on Arnold's wife. Yeah, but he he's obnoxious, but he's trying to be like a little bit more charming. Where this guy is clearly like, the opposite of Matthew Broderick. Like he's, he's not charming. Although, right. Although he obviously is, if he can sell cars, he's, but I, what I didn't understand was we get that conversation where he says, I want to do something that's important. Yeah. Like, and yeah. you get that that's earnest, but then he does like, terrible things. So I was like, 
why is he supposed this to be? A, this was who like, are we supposed to root for? Exactly. That's the, like, that's the other thing too. You don't know who you're really supposed to root for with this movie. I, I you yeah. nailed it right on the head. I mean, you want to root for Matthew Broderick because everything that's going on around him is annoyingly frustrating but you want to also in a way root for Danny DeVito because everything he's doing is in earnest and he's not being deliberately malicious right because yeah when you really think about it the one who's being the more antagonistic person in a lot of this movie is Matthew Broderick well it sort of comes across that way yeah which I don't think was the movie's intention yeah I was like he's He's not. He's being, but it's one of those like the public perception. But like he breaks. They don't see what he's going through. He he sneaks into his neighbor's yard to damage his electrical box for God's sake, on purpose. But I mean, right at that point too, it's like no one's helping him. So at that point, though, that's where the antagonistic relationship really starts to happen. Yeah. So it, it, in reality, a lot of the issues that have really surfaced or happened were due to either Matthew Broderick's misconceptions or just the way he reacted to things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't know, man. It, and then same thing, like the whole... Th- that race, that race there at the end, well, close yeah. to the end. Doesn't someone push Matthew Broderick? He trips. I thought someone pushed him, though. He tripped from the mayor, the other guy that was wearing, that was, that A, didn't know how to skate. Like, how, how do you get into, like, a skating race if you don't know how to skate? And you have mm-hmm. to try and skate with, like, ski poles. Yeah. First of all. Right. So that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's why he gets pushed over. He bumps into that guy. Was that it? Oh, I thought yeah. He... The guy who never finished. You never even crossed the starting line. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, I thought the rain, the the course was like one little circle or like it, a little. It was. it was one little circle. So it was, it was like, like a little figure eight in the center square of town. Yeah, like it was really small. Yeah. And yet, like how many laps did they do? And how did they not bump into the mayor in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Because it wasn't small. Like even the track itself looked barely wide enough for Matthew Broderick to be on there. (laughs) So I was like, that doesn't make sense. And then he trips. And how is Danny DeVito that fast? (laughs) <laughs> i'm I sorry tell you i don't i'm know. sorry and how does he have that kind of stamina he is a little meatball i don't know what to say i don't know <laughs> like this is it, it yeah it, that was i don't know <laughs> it's like come on guys what's what's going on here you know and then like again with all these movies though the message is you know, the Christmas message is like, okay, Matthew Broderick just wanted, he said that he wanted to make the traditions memorable, but Christmas is important, but he ended up being selfish about it. So it's like, okay, he, you know, it's making new traditions with his family. Like that was a nice little message there at the end. I don't know. Like, how does... How, how does... um. I just don't understand how Kristen Chenoweth stayed with Danny DeVito. I mean, he sold the vase. That was so much money. Like, so much money. It was her most important prized possession. And that's the straw that that broke the camel's back? Oh, that stupid vase. Yeah. Uh, You know? And we don't know. Well, like I said, she didn't, like, she did not seem to care about what he was doing right and whether or not it was going to disturb the family or anything like that or like their no. at least their sleep until he sold her grandmother's vase yeah but she 
And on top of that, on top of that, though, she didn't have a job, right? Like, because he says that in the movie. He's no, like, I don't think she had a job. She didn't have a job. No. So how did they get this, this house, first of all? Um, because he's starting at a new job with this car salesman. He's there for one day. One day. And then that's it. So I was like, what? And it seems like he's done this in the past. So how do they even have the money to move into this huge house? Oh, maybe... <sighs> Maybe Kristen Chenoweth sells nude photos. Like, maybe honestly, I thought I thought she was gonna end up being, like I thought they were both gonna be kind of con men, like antagonistic or just like troublesome. Yeah, she's like a little kooky, I guess if that's the word. You know. Yeah. You know, she's like, or, or she's just very. I don't know what the, not not abrasive. She because she's like, you know, when they first go to the house and she's like, give me a boost and. Kristen Davis has to push her butt and she's like, oh, that's a way to get acquainted or something like she's just very open. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. She's very different. But I mean, like it's, it's just funny how this movie tries to pose even Kristen Davis as being somewhat plain when Kristen Davis is also a very beautiful woman. Right. Oh, yeah. It's just funny how movies do that. They take these gorgeous women and try to, pass them off as like plain or not pretty or anything like that when yeah i just you know kristen davis in her own right is very attractive oh yeah right so i, I mean, mean she got with seinfeld um <laughs> uh, and this is a guy who you know his character got terry hatcher and stuff well almost um but like they're real and they're spectacular but like what I was gonna say, I guess that I guess that's where it needed to go, is that they kind of alluded to like when you first meet her and the daughters, you think that they're all gonna cause problems, or they're but, all just not gonna get along. Yeah, like, but right. immediately the daughter becomes friends with the twins. Like immediately, I'm thinking like they they were gonna go with something that they become popular at school, and causes trouble for her but nope they're like immediately friends the no, son it obviously like, it, it just went when matthew project and danny devito not getting along yeah because even when chris when chris and davis is like <clears throat> you should do the book with me right and i'm thinking like okay so that was not really her plan all along but i don't know i'm thinking that maybe she was gonna try and do that take the credit or take over the yeah, project or- but they something never... like that where they just where they would end up butting heads ultimately and, and then yep. it's like the two families versus each other type of yeah but no it was like no no they were fine all of it was fine except for the two guys yeah uh, I don't know I just I don't know this movie I mean I, there's a lot going on with this movie that could have been better and in many respects it could have been worse yeah yeah right this isn't this isn't great but it's also not completely terrible yeah in reality yeah (laughs) do you have anything else you want to add no i don't know no i don't think so no no all right And on that note, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we rate these movies out of five gingerbread cookies or gingerbread men, right? Because it's Christmas time. Yeah. Right. You like it? Or gingerbread people, however you want to call them. I dig. I dig. Right? Yes. So, Josh, how many gingerbread people do you give this movie? I don't know. Two and a half, maybe. So right down the middle, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with like a two, maybe a two and a half. It, it, there was some fun things about this movie, but there, there's a lot of things that I found to be uh, kind of like, okay, why? Yeah. Right? Too, I just, I don't know many. if it was a matter of like, say someone like Matthew Broderick maybe being miscast. Because I kind of got that idea too. He felt... He felt too calm to be the straight man. 
No, but I think that I, I think that's what they were going for. Is that he is supposed to be that. But my my thing is, and and it's funny that because it, it's almost trying to recapture the kind of camaraderie, or at least the chemistry that you got. Like for example, say with a Chevy Chase and um, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid, yeah, yeah, right. That. It's kind of that idea. Now, Chevy nails the straight man in that sort of relationship, or at mm-hmm. least in that role, right? Yeah. But it's because he does show you visible anger, right? And mm-hmm. he finally snaps at some point, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also <clears throat> a lot more subtle in terms of the things he says to Eddie that just go over his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. specifically, like, you know, like going with Christmas vacation again. And we did Christmas vacation last year. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like the things like, oh, Eddie, do you want me to refill your drink? I don't know. Drive you out to the middle of the desert, leave you there for dead. You know, stuff like that. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. He's Clark, thanks. Very sarcastic. Very. Yeah. Sarcastic. And I think I think that's what was missing with this. It needed a little more. Um, yeah, a little more like grit to him. Or even just a little more tit for tat or like a a little more back and forth, which I don't think really existed. Yeah, I guess, you know what? I guess that's what it is, is like, how can... Because it it starts off with a really... Matthew Broderick really at the end, other than, you know, Danny DeVito showing up really late to move into his house, doesn't really have a reason to dislike him. And he instantly does. No, well, you know, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, he's he's working on his house at, like, 3 in the morning. He's moving it's, into his house at no, 3 in the morning. No, and but even then, you know, when he starts putting up the lights, wakes up Matthew Broderick, and he's like, hey, man, like, do you know what time it is? But by that point, Matthew Broderick had already decided he didn't like him. He, well, I don't think he decided he didn't like him. He was annoyed by him. He was He was definitely annoyed. But, and that's when he even says, you know what? Okay, let's start over. Like, it's all good. But it's just more things keep happening. Fair. Anyways. Uh, yeah. That's another one for the books, guys. Josh, where, they gonna, where can they find our socials? Folks, look out for Ginger Flicks on Twitter at FlixPod, Instagram, TikTok at Ginger Pod, and on YouTube at Ginger flicks and flicks is always spelled with that X because X marks the ginge. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening for ginger flicks. I'm Joey and I'm Josh and we will catch you again soon. Oh,